everyone, you're welcome to another episode of um, Work Life Conversations with MBL. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, this is a sister sister edition because I'm going to be talking to. <laughs> I'm going to be talking with um, a sister. You know, I'm going to be talking about um, winning the winning woman in the workplace. Yes. So the name of my sister is Flo. I call her Flo, but. I'm going to allow us to tell us a bit about ourselves. So, Flo, you have the floor. Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Fumi Adeyemi. And, yeah, Nika, Nika is my sister. Like, we come from <laughs> way, 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 way back. Before the bone street wigs and everything. Way, way, way back. <laughs> so, um, it's a big honor to be here. I'm so, so proud of what she's doing with the MBO. Yes, your head can swell oh. now, Nika. I feel it's a very strong brand that has a very strong message and I feel like you're going to go places with this and such such a big honor to be here to chit chat you know, to have a little we'll not call it fireplace because there's no fire ahead <laughs> <in my life. laughs> so <laughs> have a little sister chit chat and all of that so this will be fun yeah <laughs> okay 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 so let's keep so I to introduce myself as to what I do who I am yeah so okay. I'm uh, first and foremost the daughter of God and I'm a wife to a very awesome great man and mom to an awesome great almost two year old you know we're clocking Aww. on it very soon <laughs> And um, on a regular, I'm a screenwriter, I write for TV, write for film, and also I'm the curator of awaywithwords.co, where we create media content that just archive life memories and create new awesome ones. So, there you go. Aww, that's beautiful. Don't worry, we'll look here. We'll look here. We'll look here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Check us out on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to drop your Instagram link in the notes section so people no, can no. check you out. All right. So, so yes. to today's um, talk, um, okay, so let's start with what's your idea of the 2021 woman? Hmm. The idea I have of a 2021 woman is a woman who is first of all a winning woman who just allows herself to evolve and to be that's it i i strongly feel like the 2021 woman regardless of what the year called 2020 has started to say or you know years before then you know the 2021 woman right now is a woman who should just allow herself win allow herself evolve and just allow herself be you deserve this you owe this one life you always to yeah, yourself to do that really so that's just my brief de- for whatever it is it means to you that's what i just believe the 2021 woman should be allow yourself win allow yourself evolve and just allow yourself be yeah hmm. so talking about evolution how well do you think africa or let, let's even bring it on to nigeria how well do you think the environment here is enabling for the 2021? Well, um, we are not where we used to be, thankfully, but we still have a very long sure. way to go. We have a long mm. way to go, really, because I strongly feel like the African continent, for the mere fact that the African continent is called Mama Africa, I feel like <laughs> just saying that alone sometimes, and then the irony 
you know the direct irony that happens with the women folk in africa and you're you're really really just wondering like how did that even come to be like how did that coinage even come to be really because mm. i feel very strongly like africa is half even less than half of the continent it is right now is it's, it's less than half of the continent it should be because of the way it underutilizes its women and that that's that's largely based to is that's largely due to a lot of factors a lot of factors and on our plates today is the factor of um not being apologetic about being a winning woman being a woman a winning woman apologetically that's what's on our table today i will give us a um ice an ice breaking story um so um Five years ago, or more like five, six years ago, I was following a young man to understudy his work as a speaker, as a motivational speaker. You know, I followed him to understudy at an orientation camp, NYC orientation camp in Ogun State. And, you know, while we were on the drive to the place and all of that, he just quipped and said, oh, babe, by the way, you know, when I'm done, you know, with my talk and everything, I believe that there should be, you know, time for you to have one or two things to say and all of that and while you're at it while you begin this i feel you should just introduce yourself as mrs xyz (laughs) at that time six years ago i was engaged but not married but of course at that time i still had this i was in my late 20s i still had this primary school girl figure going and everything so i figured (laughs) that was the reason why he said that but of course, thanks to my good genes, I still had this very, very petite figure and everything that, you know, could pass me off as an elementary school lever. But <laughs> looking at in retrospect now, uh, because um, in retrospect now, yeah, in retrospect now, I, I looked at it and I was like, those were the monsters we made, like, literally. He was right in his own frame of thinking. He was right because... He was saying that, oh, just to put those small girls, just to give them, you know, just to let them know. I was engaged at the time, not married. If, in fact, he himself that was talking was not married. He was single. But how come he didn't even, he didn't need to think to do that? Do you understand? Long and short of the story, when we got there, he, because the symposium actually started late. So everything has to be rushed. And I couldn't have that time to say one or two things. I, ha- I was about to publish my book called Dream Nigeria. And so I wanted to say one or two things about that, about being, you know, a, a new Nigerian back then. I didn't get the chance to do that because time had been fast spent and all. But thinking about it, I just thought, I just thought it through and I realized that literally those were the monsters we made. We made ourselves think that a woman cannot just be successful without that but oh she's not married oh she doesn't have mm. kids yet and you now make it look like those are the things that crown the success as and validate it as really you know being a success mm. Mm. so mm. I, I really really in retrospect he was right because that, that, that it is what it was really it was <laughs> what it was that's also true because a lot of people will just look at you and be like ah is she that is she married? Is she respectable? You know, I can mm. I call her the respect she's due or if she's married, you know, not that she's just coming here to just say stuff. So what I had to say wasn't valid enough except I was married or except I had kids or except I had to explain that. So I very, I very <laughs> strong, I strongly believe, excuse me, that we need to, the African woman needs to be that one who is a winning woman unapologetically, regardless of what 
phase of evolution you are at right now because mm-hmm. apart from the fact that the male gender doesn't have to go through all of that you owe it to yourself you owe it to yourself to be a winning woman unapologetically and that's it yeah mm-hmm. I'm, i'm glad you said that because I, i was in a conversation one day with about three people one was married and the other person was not and you know they were having a discourse like a normal discussion about i can't remember the topic and the lady when the married one went on to, to ask the married one she was like are you married and i was like no she was like okay when you get married come back to me let's talk so it wasn't like because fine i know that on some sub on some matters yeah it wasn't something related to marriage or something but it was just a general discourse but the fact that she could not bring herself to you know listen to the other person just because she felt like mm. the other person was unmarried i was like wow like wow <laughs> so i get you i get you i get and this was about three years back yeah so i was like oh interesting so now i would ask uh, what do you think is the essence of the winning woman at work what what do you think this would bring to us as a country as a nation as a continent I feel very strongly that if the winning woman can evolve very quickly, slow and steadily but still evolve, I feel very strongly that first of all, we would be doing the coming generation a lot of good. A lot of good because a lot of people, a lot of young and upcoming women, you know, don't even know where to place their success or will not even know where to place their success if we allow this culture of subtle in fact it's not even subtle it's actually shaming that's what it is <laughs> yeah, it it's is. actually shaming it's actually my shaming it's actually baby shaming that's what it is yeah. you know if we allow this culture of shaming you know you, you look at a lady's picture that just says oh you know i'm so grateful to god I, i you know i just finished my med school at 21 and i'm looking at her, her ring finger like uh, she's mm-hmm. not even married yet you are, you are not complete mm-hmm. that kind of thing you understand what i'm saying or you yeah, have a woman who says oh i just opened my chain of my fourth chain of food business and all of that and she just says oh i want to thank my backbone my husband and all of that and you're like who are the kids you know that's sort of thing like mm-hmm. are the children you know you have not even started you have not even started on this your success journey that that sort of mindset of you know your 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 success is not complete yet your success is not valid yet mm-hmm. there's just this but there's this um if only you know those clauses on it i feel I feel the, the the woman today's 2021 winning woman woman owes it to the next generation to break that ceiling to break that ceiling and say that you know what even if I want to become Ala Harris tomorrow I do not necessarily as long as I have what it takes and as long as I have um, the mind of responsibility to serve I do not necessarily have to put myself under pressure to go and you know hook up with a man or you know go have a child or something i don't have to bow to that pressure i can be complete in and of myself and in and of my success because i put in the work i put in the work yeah. just like the male gender will put in the work and they will not be judged about it yeah. they will not they will not be um shamed about it i put in the work as well i put in the sleepless nights i put in the thought process i put in the meetings as well And so my success should not be marginalized and put in, put under a different category of success it's this one and same thing so I, my own should not be termed as a second class success or a fairly used success just because you know 
I am I, I don't have a ring with it. I feel very I feel that we owe it to the generations that are you know up and coming the younger generations we owe it to break this lesson because you don't know what kind of marital you know struggles they might have while they're while they are growing yeah. and the kind of conceptual yeah. you know struggles they might have when they're growing as well so we owe it to them to break this class as soon as possible and then we owe it to ourselves i feel like mm-hmm. you deserve your success you deserve your success and mm-hmm. apart from you you owe it to the next woman as well you wait to the next woman because there's a there's there's this you know you go on twitter and they say ah it's a man thing you know and they say ah it's a woman thing there's this way they group they they do a gender grouping we owe it to ourselves to become that tribe of people that tribe of the human species that can be successful without having to always um justify it with something else yeah I agree. I agree. Like you basically broke down the process of defining and redefining yourself. Yes. Now I feel I feel so many of us actually struggle with this. Mm-hmm. So I would like you to just put in probably a simple process on how people can learn to redefine themselves. You know, yes, you might you might be at this point, but the goal of this is to get you to this other point. Absolutely. So what are the necessary steps you need to get to redefine yourself to be that winning woman in your workplace? Right. Um, to be that winning woman without prejudice of self, first of all, because I, I feel like before people begin to even judge based on what you have or who you're with or who you're not with, I feel like there's also something called prejudice of self based on how much you value yourself. Truth is, you need to do a check or run a scan as to how much you actually value yourself. Mm. If you're able to put in a scan to know to or, or you know run yourself through questionnaires to know how much it is that you really value yourself a lot of these things a lot of these pressures and all of that will not be able to bow you out mm-hmm. i think you should really hook up with mbl because she has a, a couple <laughs> of ways that you can yeah that you can test to know how much you actually value yourself find out how much you value yourself let me tell you something if you do a hundred over a hundred like you know scale of one to hundred now and you do that to, to know how much you value yourself if you run at 50 it's still a problem you need to really really value yourself know how much you value yourself and put tax on it that's just the truth because the truth is you nobody else can value you so much more than you value yourself it starts with you it starts with you and it oozes in your confidence in, it oozes in the way you talk it oozes in the way you carry yourself even the workplace it, it speaks for itself. It speaks volumes for itself. So it starts with you as a person. First off, value yourself. Place premium on yourself, because the moment you begin to place place premium premium, excuse me, the moment you begin to place high premium on yourself, pressures from the outside will just they will look like a breeze to you because you already know what you're worth. A lot of people are going through mental health problems right now, yeah. uh, self-esteem yeah. problems right now. It's very, like, rampant. Do you understand? Male, female. Yeah. They're going through a lot of all of those right now because there's still that need to be validated. You know, there's still that need to, you know, what people are saying about you or what relationships have done to you. There's still, I think, in and of yourself, you deserve the the peace that comes with knowing that you value yourself. And I feel like that peace will lead you into a great place of 
greater winning it will lead you into great places of more productivity more productive with your life so you won't bow in, uh, into the pressure of getting into a wrong marriage making you know a cycle of wrong decisions and all of those so i feel it starts with knowing how much value, value yourself increasing that and putting tax on it yeah mm-hmm. all right Thank you. So I love that that speaks to the work we have to do on ourselves. Yes. So now looking at others, how can we celebrate more female heroes in the workplace? I feel strongly that this culture of um, women celebrating women, it cannot be overemphasized. I feel, I feel, I feel, um, Apart from oh, people that say, oh yeah, feminism is the way to you know achieving this, I feel strongly that the more the next woman celebrates the next woman, we will be able to all see that this thing can actually become a culture, not just a, a cliche. It can actually become a culture. I feel strongly that in the workplace, the more we begin to champion, sharing on you know the successful woman and not seeing it as, you know, a time to hate or whatever. I feel it will mm-hmm. also create opportunities mm-hmm. for even we ourselves. One thing, mm-hmm. one thing women need to understand is the more you cheer on a woman, you're actually creating space out there for yourself. You're actually creating opportunities for yourself because this is a copy of you out there. This is a copy of yourself out there. If you are you know, the one to bring the woman down or you're the one to, you know, mm-hmm. bring the woman down based on the fact that she's not married or whatever kind of face she's at right now. She might be a caterpillar whose legs are... Regardless of however it is um, that you portray the woman next to you she's a copy of yourself and i feel very strongly that the more you give her thumbs up the more you encourage her you're you're actually encouraging yourself because you are making it a culture you're making a culture of yeah this person is just like me and i'm celebrating her just like i'll celebrate myself so i i feel that we are not doing this enough we're doing it by lips or by dp or by hashtags but in reality, <laughs> in reality, we're not doing it enough. In reality, in the workplace, we're not doing it enough. A lot of people would say, oh, you know, I, why should why should a woman be the boss in the office if she's single? A lot of people would say, oh, you know, because she's single, she's not, she's not, she, she, she's not married, therefore she, she will not be respectful. Or she doesn't have kids, yeah. therefore she will not be responsible. Please, I want to ask a question. Being married <laughs> and having kids, do they come with like an installation package where when, you married, <laughs> when you're married or when you have kids, you automatically have like this small, you know, um, rewrite of your memory or rewrite of your character that, oh, now you know how to be responsible or now you know how to be respectful. These habits are learned. Everybody can learn it. Single, divorced, married, whoever can learn how to be responsible and be respectful. So I don't feel, I feel very strongly that when people are saying that, oh, you know, because she's single and you are married in the same office and they're saying, ah, she's single, she cannot lead us. And you two, you are saying it, you are joining them to say, my my dear sister, will your child, your female child or your sister, will they all be born married? They will start single. <laughs> they will start single. And do you want them to be marginalized that way? You sure don't want to be. So whatever phase you are, I feel we are all butterflies. 
we're all butterflies yeah. in our genes by gene you can see a caterpillar on the leaf today and you won't know that that's a butterfly but it it knows that it is a butterfly by genes in our genetic makeup we are all butterflies but guess what some of us look like caterpillars guess what some of us look like we're all wrapped in a cocoon we are lovers but genetically we are all butterflies and i feel very strongly that the earlier the better we are all you know we all give ourselves a wing to fly the earlier the better yeah. it works and the earlier, the earlier the better this works for every one of us yeah 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 and this message is not just to the females no 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 podcast because i <laughs> so because i i i feel strongly that the males the men we have have a role to play in this too as well a very solid like one men in the workplace and all of that very i'll solid. i'll give you an incident i once went out with like so much new colleagues so i they were both guys i sat down at the back where they call the owners corner so we decided to get water at some place so of course one of them got down i sat where I was one of them got down and went to buy water and this when he got there two men were sitting and they were just talking so they were saying it in evil they didn't know that the one that got down was actually an evil guy they didn't could understand what they were saying so they were like ah so who is this girl who is this girl what's she doing there how can she be the boss of these two guys what has she earned what has she done what is she doing mm. even if she's higher than them why would she be their ogre <laughs> so and they were saying it so much of course i didn't know that, that was what they were saying when he came back he was like would you believe that those guys were actually talking they were, they were men mm. like, would you believe that those men are actually talking about you mm. as i was like okay what did they say so he, he wanted to stay you know to the end of the conversation but so like it wasn't seem rude like he was just dropping on them and all of that so i, I was like wow mm. like wow so you can imagine i don't know them from adam they mm. don't know me in fact they, they didn't know where i was from or what i was so they just imagine and they felt like just because i'm a lady mm-hmm. i'm not worthy like we're out of place a, but yes mm-hmm. yes so um i feel i feel like uh we can do better men too, they can do better yes yeah. men, yes they have a role to play in this they have a role to stand up for of course females who are putting the work females who are deserving of the job mm-hmm. females who are deserving of the recognition and all of that. Mm-hmm. and um i'm proud to say i actually know quite a few men that do that already Absolutely. but i just believe that this, you know this podcast is going global so yeah if you know you've not started please, please get on the coming up and there is a boss that <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I really feel like no, fine, no? yeah, I feel like guys okay. as well. I feel like it's possible that they themselves are being, you know, judged based on, you know, different kinds of yeah. things as yeah. well in their own mm-hmm. corner. Like for example, they can say that oh, yeah, a different story. They can say that oh, does he drive a car? Even if he drives a car, what kind of car does he drive? So it's Jonathan. That thing is trust me, yeah. But I just strongly feel like everybody just be kind be kind yeah. and be, yeah be good be good to the next person yeah. you you totally don't know what you're doing you don't know how much you are helping your own daughter just mm-hmm. because you are being mm-hmm. good to this single person 
you don't know how much you're changing the narrative and changing the culture and creating opportunities for your own generation don't be so scared to stand up you are creating generation you are creating generational spaces for your own kids you're yeah. creating chances <laughs> up there for your own kids as well after all those are the prayers you pray for them yeah so yeah yeah mm-hmm. absolutely I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so um on a final note i would just like to add this how well, the family orientation thing so i believe everything comes with a balance like mm. every decision you need to make mm. you need to be discerning at every you need to find peace so my question was how are you able to find peace on how to sustain your family orientation so while being a work a winning woman in the workplace and then still trying to find mm-hmm. you know the balance between winning in the office and winning at home basically mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. i i feel like it's still the same me and i feel like if i don't if i don't like i said earlier i feel like if i don't value myself i cannot be i can't be effective and i can't win on both sides if yeah. i don't value myself in yeah yeah, and that's the yeah. truth. I can't buy. I can't. I can't win on both sides, on both ends, if I don't value myself enough, I, or if if I don't live in um, the reality that I actually matter and my peace matters, and the strength of my the way I perceive myself actually matters. So, personally, for me, what I do is I always, always, always start my affirmations. Yes, people's love languages, or you know. Um, encouragers really words of affirmations but i always start them with myself yes i'm a very very faith-based person so i always start my day with affirmations from the word of god i always and that just gives me hope because i feel very strongly that once i i begin to lose um focus on how, how much i value myself i begin to lose hope and i feel like that's where you know depressive thinking and um pressured thinking uh-huh. thinking that's born out of so much yeah. pressures you know and thinking that's born yeah. out of so much um so much bothers and all of that what are people saying about me what are people saying about progress yeah. whatever i feel like it we just need to unburden all of those things based yeah. on how much it is that we value ourselves and how much it is that we take in by words of affirmation, by words of faith, and all of those things. So personally, that's what I do. I don't joke with my words of affirmation. I don't joke with my words of faith because apart from, you know, whatever people say about you or whatever people perceive about you, I feel like you're your number one cheerleader. I feel like you're your number one cheerleader. Yeah. If you do not put in the chair, nobody's going to bring pom-poms to your party. And that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I need to write that yeah, down. If you don't bring on the chair, nobody's gonna be form forms to your party. That's the truth. And then the truth is nobody brings confetti to a place where it's gloomy gloomy. Nobody's gonna come. So yeah. I feel very strong that it starts with us being our number one cheerleaders. And this just gives our lives a lot of color because once you begin to live in black and white and in gloom, I, I don't have a thing against black and white in case you are a monochromatic person. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if, you, if you just live in a state of gloom and, oh, what are you saying about me? And you're all, you need to inject yourself with words of, number one, that affirm your successes right now and words that project you into your future successes. You need to keep on and continue and because this will also influence your vision 
about yourself, your perception about yourself, yeah. even the dreams you have about yourself, it yeah. seriously, seriously influence it. So it all starts with you. It all begins with you. Like I said earlier, depends on how much you invest into yourself. My darling, take spa dates by yourself. <laughs> exactly. Take spa dates by yourself. Do candle lights, um, you know, thought nights by yourself and just think through about how how far you've come and where you can go even if you think about when you were like 10 years old and now that you're in your what 20s 30s and you think about how much you know you were thinking oh is this kind of life possible or is this actually possible and see how much you how far you've come and then now see how far you can go with the kind of knowledge you have now so i feel strongly that mm-hmm. we, we can't invest in ourselves enough <laughs> that's just the truth if i go yeah. on a, yeah we can't yeah. invest <laughs> yeah we cannot you yeah. need to keep on investing in yourself and this will show this shows up in the way i treat mm-hmm. my family shows up in the way i treat my work shows up in the way in the passion i give into my work and all of that so it starts with you garbage in garbage out treasure mm-hmm. in treasure out so yeah <laughs> thank you so much i mean i feel one needs to listen to this podcast and yeah. it so that you can soak in all the knowledge and you know give yourself allow yourself to yes. grow and give yourself a chance to be a better yes, exactly yeah. so we've come to the end of this episode exactly. thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going to be dropping um uh instagram link in front of the session in case you need to copy up it's still free mm-hmm. and on this note it was nice having you stay till the end yeah. until the next episode please you know the bye bye <laughs>